Think you need to compromise who you are to advance your career as a black or brown woman? Think again. Because there's a playbook for corporate America and those aren't the rules. But you won't find it in college or on the job. I know, because I learned the hard way. And now I'm here to show you how the game is played. Hi, I'm Linda Talaferro, the Vice President of Quality at a global technology company and founder of The Tea, The Extra Effort, where I help black and brown women like you change the trajectory of their career with one-on-one coaching, workshops, and this podcast, Being Brown at Work. If you want to know how black and brown women are navigating everything from microaggressions to being the only person of color in the room so they can blaze their trail through corporate America, listen now. Greetings. Greetings, everyone. It is, yes, as I always say, my favorite time of the week because it is Tuesday. And if you are in Eastern Standard Time, you know it's 630 because I'm on live and that means it's being brown at work live. And I'm so excited. You're your Linda Talaferro from the TV Extra Effort yet again with another fabulous Black woman that is going to share some awesome nuggets on how to take up space. Now, this is something we have not talked about, and this is a critically important subject. And some of you may be wondering what it means, and she's going to break it down for us. So we're going to talk about how to take up space and how to do so successfully. So let me introduce you to this fabulous woman. This is Alicia McNeese, who is a brand storyteller who is driven by the desire to create cohesive messaging that advances brands and those who believe in them. She has more than 10 years of experience in internal, external, and executive communication. Alicia is currently the Senior Internal Communications Manager at Calendly, a tech uniform, and it's a Black-owned business, okay? (laughs) In her role, she leads the internal communications function, which includes creating strategic plans for communication that impacts the entire organization and or certain groups, crafting those communications, and then executing the plan in a variety of ways. She serves as a subject matter expert across departments in terms of team communications and works with the C-suite and leadership team to align messaging with the company's priorities. In her previous role, Alicia worked at the Atlanta Hawks and State Farm Arena as the brand communications manager. I'm a sports enthusiast. So when I saw that, I was like, (laughs) yes, yes. Where she led communications efforts for the corporate social responsibility, sustainability, and diversity inclusion departments. She was also the internal communications lead for the organization and assists with communication efforts that promote all marketing, corporate partnership, and arena event initiatives. In another formal role at the Georgia World Congress Center Authority, Alicia served as the Senior Marketing Communications Specialist, where she collaborated with executive leadership to create and maintain internal and external communication. She served as a communications consultant, provided public relations counsel to key internal stakeholders. During her time there, in an effort to expand the GWCCA brand, Alicia created a position that increased social media engagement by 200% across all channels in less than one year. Alicia is a 2019 P2 
PRSA, which stands for Public Relations Society of America, Georgia, 40 Under 40 honoree, and also served as the executive director of the Atlanta chapter of ColorCom for two years. She is currently the member of Urban League for Young Professionals Atlanta and volunteers with GLOSS. GLOSS stands for God's Ladies of Significance and Service, where she leads the Beyond My Stomping Ground program. Alicia is a graduate of Georgia State University, where she earned her MS in Sports Administration and two bachelor degrees in public relations and sociology. She proudly serves as an adjunct professor in the sports administration program at her alma mater, Georgia State University, and also at Flagler College. When she's not working or teaching, which I don't know how she has time (laughs) for anything else, doing those wonderful things in the community and on the uh, higher ed, Alicia enjoys watching movies, and attending live music events. Alicia, welcome to Being Brown at Work Live. Thank you. I didn't know you were going to read the whole thing. Now I'm like super shy. You just <laughs> hyped me up. <laughs> I'm like, Girl, I, all, look, bios <laughs> are written for a reason. Yeah. And I read them all. I mean, we every my audience, the wonderful guests that join me here that grace this Being Brown at Work Live, I have to let everybody know the wonderful things you are doing and your major accomplishments. So of course I'm gonna read the whole thing. Of course I'm gonna read the whole thing. I well I am <laughs> see and look Tiffany says bravo Alicia. See? <laughs> awesome Alicia girl see the chat already recognizing that and I and I, I applaud you as well because what you're doing with gloss and your adjunct professor and the needle moving work you've done in the corporate space, both in sports and now the tech unicorn is just phenomenal, Alicia. And, you know, for us, women that look like you and us, to be in the tech space, I mean, it just speaks volumes, speaks volumes. Yeah. And and I know that one of the ways, based on when you and I met um, and you accepted my invite to be on here, one of the ways you did it is exactly what the topic is, by taking up space, right? <laughs> right. So share share with our audience what does it mean to take up space? What does that mean? Oh, that that means so many different things to me, but it all accumulates to one. And that's uh, first, like owning who you are, accepting that, and then just going forward. So when I think about taking up space, that is speaking up for yourself, advocating for yourself, even advocating for others. If you want something, mm. use the tools to go and get it. Um, making sure you're in the right meeting rooms, the right events, the right networking events. Um not making yourself feel or look small, but thinking mm. a lot of times as black women specific, yes. like we can be in a room of a lot of people that don't look like us and that's okay. Take up that space. You be, you, you be that person. Still use yes. your voice. Like, even if you don't see someone that looks like you still take up that space, use your voice, your, your opinion, your thoughts, they matter. We need to be in those rooms. And so when I think about taking up space, I literally think about it every day, Linda, like how can I make sure that whatever influence I have, whatever opportunities I have, that I use that, that I use my voice to be impactful in any way that I can. And so when I said it, when it accumulates into one thing, uh, the word for me is impact. So making an impact, you know, and I know we're talking about work, but we can talk about family, church, your neighborhood. (laughs) True, (laughs) true. So true. So true. Yeah. 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 So, but Alicia, you know, and, and it's beautiful. I love how you, 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 you rolled that into that word impact because 
I mean, that's what you want to do if you're going to take up space. If you're going to be present, you want that to be impactful, right? But, you know, we're brown and black women in the workplace. And let's just be real. I mean, you work for a a black-owned company. That's phenomenal. Not all of us do. So, you know, when you mentioned being in the room, some of us can't even figure out which rooms are the right rooms. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, how do you get in the room? I mean, you, we could have all of that, you know, self-confidence and all those things necessary, but how in the world do I even get in the room to begin with? So yeah. if somebody, you know, kind of start there, what did you do? How did you get started and getting into those right spaces and then taking them up while you're there? Okay. So some of my methods may seem a little extreme, but I'm very passionate <laughs> about what I do. <laughs> okay. Okay. But all no, right. when I- so you said something, um, some of us, we don't even know where or how to get into those spaces. And so the first thing that came to mind to me was research. I'm really mm. big. LinkedIn is a great, a great place to look. And so I know we're talking about work, but there are so many opportunities outside of your job as well. I'm sure. talking about networking, organizations, et cetera. So doing that research, um, before I joined the Hawks, I knew exactly what I wanted to do there. Like I'm a, I love comms. I love everything about it. I love brand storytelling. And they posted a role that I love the title, love the title. It was like senior director of brand comms, right? I was still fresh in my career, you know, but I was like, I want to look this up. I was so excited about it. And what I did was I started to look at people who had the titles that I wanted, who were in the positions that I wanted to be in. And I started to reach out and connect with them. And um, I actually found a person who uh, was not only just someone who I like looked up to in her career, but she became like a mentor yes. in a sense, right? Um, yeah. And so I ended up actually working for her. So it's, it's a longer story, but that's how I got into the Hawks by doing that research and knowing what I wanted to do and talking to people who had those positions. So that's one way, especially if you're trying to break into a job or into a career, into a place. But when you're in the job, right, in the workplace, how do you get into those rooms? Yeah. Again, it's talking to people, people you may want their position, may like their title. You may be in customer success and want to move to public relations or the legal team. So what should you do? Talk to people who are already there. And so that comes, that goes back to us not being shy, not being yes. afraid. It doesn't look like me, but guess what? They may be your biggest ally. They may be your biggest support. Oh my gosh. Oh, you just never know. We can't, we can't you look ourselves, you know, to each other. Exactly. The community, but don't be afraid to ask for help, get into those meetings. And then two, it's about what you can offer as well. So I go back to research. Like mm-hmm. I go back to my student days and I'm connected with someone and I want to have time with their copy checks, learn what they're interested in, what they're working on. Send them yes. articles that relates to that. Even inside your job, inside your organization, how can you be an asset? How can you be a resource? Yes. We know this as Black women. Nothing is just given to us. Nothing is just given to us. And it is still true that we have to be two times better. Like, I understand that, right? Yeah. And yeah. so it's it's something to keep in mind. But, like, how can I add value? You're, yes. You being you is already valuable. But take it up a notch. Because that adds there you value go. as well. Like you yes. do search, learn more about that industry, learn more about what the company is talking about. If you're thinking to yourself, they're having a strategy meeting about this project that will launch next year. I want to be a part of that. Okay. Who's leading the strategy meeting? How can you have, how can you add value? 
Schedule a coffee talk. Schedule one on one. Be open and honest with it, because you only miss shots that you like. You're gonna miss a shot that you don't take. Why? Because you, you don't. Oh my. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no. Hold on. Hold on. You're gonna miss a shot. See, that's the Atlanta Hawks thing. See, <laughs> but you're gonna miss a shot you don't. I love it though. You're gonna miss a shot you don't take. Alicia, that is so true. I talk about this often, and I know those of you that follow me. I know you're tired of me hearing it. I mean, tired of me saying it, you tired of her, but it's so true. And you see, Alicia is even bringing it into this taking up space. You, relationships, you have got to build relationships, networking, helping people get to know who you are. And at the same time, you learn, you find out what the pain points are. You get information that you see, how do you get in the room? building relationships, meeting with people, asking questions, just like Alicia said. And I love it because A.H. Moore, he just did the basketball shot in the hoop. He just put it yeah. in, tw- in, in, uh, in the chat. Because if you don't, if you don't take the shot, you will not, you're not going to make it. Elisa, I love that because it's everything you shared works, whether you are as to you, the example you gave, if you're looking for an opportunity, right? Even an external one, or even within your company, like you said, if you think you are the next whatever, or you want to lead that initiative, or you want to be part of this, you sitting at your desk with an attitude thinking people supposed to find you and just know who you, right. (laughs) That's uh -uh, not going to work. Right, Alicia? Yeah. And then one other thing too, that we have to understand is that you will take some shots, right? That you will miss. And it's important that we aren't discouraged by that. So even when it comes to taking up space, everything is not going to go exactly your way. But one thing I've learned that if that door is not the door you're supposed to walk into, there's another one. You could probably create your own initiative. And if you're at an organization where you feel like they literally will not make room for you, guess what? It's time for you to move. And that's what I'm Yeah. You can keep pushing for space. But sometimes if you're like, okay, I'm trying, I'm reaching out, I'm not getting the opportunities, let's shift, let's adjust because you deserve it. You know what I'm saying? You have, like, we need us in the business. We need us in the meeting rooms. And that's yes. the value the org that I work at. I, I love Calvin because I'm allowed to take up space and come as my whole self and be a part of those conversations and be a part of those meetings. And that's how, to any employers looking like, that's how you like create inclusive culture. That's true, inclusive. Yes. Yes. And and creating that belonging. Yes. Yeah. Because we love to use like diversity, equity, and inclusion. I I, I love the word diversity. It's beautiful. But that equity and inclusion, that that's is it. different. <laughs> like that yes. is different. It's yes. okay. That's when it starts to get, you know, real. Because that's, that's when, when it's real. Yes, Alicia. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, you said something earlier that I don't want to gloss over or miss, right? I want to bring it back because, you know, there's people that are listening to you and I, and they'd be like, yeah, Linda, okay, that worked for you. Yeah, Alicia, you know, that worked for you. It doesn't work for me. It won't work for me. And I I, I truly believe a lot of that is rooted in our self-confidence, right? Truly, like you said, believing in yourself, knowing your value and worth. Alicia, share a little bit, if you don't mind, were you always that confident? I know I wasn't, right? But so what, what, right, share a little bit of that and what helped you build the confidence such that you then reached out to that person who doesn't look like you, scheduled that coffee chat, or did the research in LinkedIn, reached out, got that role at the Atlanta Hawks. How'd you get over the confidence hump? 
Um, honestly, it's something that you have to kind of talk through often. Mm, to be, yeah, it's not like I wake up and I'm confident forever. No, <laughs> like it, it depends right. on the situation. Um, and so when I was younger, definitely those are things I had to work through. Um, I had to be okay with the word no or things not going my way. Mm. Um, I feel like sometimes in our position, though, we get used to it and we don't want to keep trying again. And that's what mm. you bring. Yes. And um, I've been reading this book. Um, Joyce Myers has a book called Battlefield of the Mind. Yes. Good it's book. So important, great book. <laughs> so, yes, it is. <laughs> So good. And so it's important about your perspective, right? Okay, that didn't go my way, but I tried. Let me rejoice in that because I was bold enough. I was confident enough to I was confident enough to put myself out there. And so it's the shift of the mind. So let me let me not be down on myself. Let me not be discouraged. Let me celebrate my confidence and the fact that I put myself out there. I did it. Right. And I'm going to because I believe, you know, and I'm I'm a faith based person. You know, I'm, I love God. So, like, I believe, right. yeah. you know, whatever. With door, you there. Right. Whatever door yeah. is for me is for me. And so it's like staying in that in that environment, in that area right there. Like, that's my square. It's like, mm. OK, I'm going to stay here. Like, I'm rooted in this faith. Like, I believe that whatever is next for me has already been ordained. It's been given. It's been written. And so while we have no's, it can be disappointing. I have been in situations where um, I, I really, really, really wanted to work at Delta. I was like, I want to get these free flights. This is it. And I <laughs> the role. I was connected with the, the VPs of the, you know, I'm like, this is it. Yes. I, I got to know. And I'm like, what? How? I'm, I got the qualifications. I interviewed wow. well. Like, I know I did. And so I was disappointed, right? Mm-hmm. There was another company. I won't call their name because it was a terrible experience. But same, <laughs> like I thought I had the role, like this is in the bag yeah. and I was disappointed yet again. And so I'm thinking to myself, well, this isn't going the way I want to go. I'm, I'm ready to grow in my career. And then Calendly came about and my first mm. company, I said, wait a minute, this feels different. Like it was just different. I said, oh, I, mm-hmm. I, like there's one thing to be like, I like this company. When you like the people, it's like, oh, like I can work with them. <laughs> and so yes. continue, it was like, it showed me, I said, oh, this is what God was preparing me for. I went Where through you all were supposed things. to be. Yeah. Yeah. I went yeah. through all of that to get here and do well here and be prepared here and be hungry and thirsty here to do well in this space, to get this opportunity. And I, I can say that it was the best one. Like it is. Wow. It yeah. really is. And so. It's that knowing that your future is already written, but you have to meet whatever you believe in, whatever higher powers, you got to meet them halfway. You got to yeah. keep, I still had to apply. I yes, still you had did. To- you still had to do, yes, you still had to do the work. Absolutely. You still had, yeah, you had to do the work. And I'm so glad you shared that, Alicia, everything you shared, nuggets, nuggets, nuggets. And we already got close to 10 minutes left. I told you the time just flies. I can't stand it. (laughs) But it's just so many nuggets, right? So first, you know, doing the introspective work, you mentioned when you were younger, had to get used to the word no, understanding what that meant and and getting the right mind. I I often say it is about the mindset shift. Yeah. Yeah. It is truly about the mindset shift. And we more often than not have to get out of our own way 
yeah. out of our own way. And so what you just shared and, and, and the experiences that you just shared that you had with the nose, but how that process made you ready for Calendly. Mm-hmm. And why you are having such a successful experience there, because that was where you were meant to be. But everything, there is a plan, a purpose. There's a plan there. Yeah. I mean, there there is. We may not quite understand every aspect of it, but there's a plan. But to <laughs> your point, you have to be do the work. We mm-hmm. can't just sit back. We can't just say, what was me? Sit on our hands, you know, just, and I realize everybody, listen, we're not saying that this isn't a struggle. We're not saying that you're not going to feel some type of way because you will. And that's human. That's a, But what Alicia is just sharing with you is that you take that and you find power in that. And that read the book, Battlefield of the Mind. Oh, we just do that. Well, I'll just say that. Read that book. Because <laughs> Sh- Sharika even said, she says, awesome book. And she's joined us from Facebook. It is a great book. That or something else that's close to that. But I would say that one because I got it right up here in my bookshelf. Mm-hmm. I read, read it. Good book. You have to do a mindset shift. It's everything. Because if you're walking into those spaces and you don't believe in yourself and you have you don't believe you belong. Yeah, it'll show. It will show. It'll it show 100%. Mm-hmm. So Alicia, because time's going to be running out here and I want to get some nuggets for, for our guests to take away. But before we get there, though, Let's talk a little bit about some of us that take up space mm-hmm. at the cost of others. Oof. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that's a big one. Um, and yeah. I can, I've seen it. Um, and I think it's something that we shy away from sometimes. Like we talk about how we should be elevated by others, but not how we should elevate each other. Each other. Yes, ma'am. So that's big. And um, sometimes you're running to people who are not allies that will try to pit us against each other. Like that's your only yes. one. We have to understand that that's not the case. There's enough that's, space. for everybody. That's a lot. Yes. Yeah. There's enough space for everybody. That's yeah. a lot, but you're absolutely right. Cause they will do that. Mm-hmm. And we, and, and, and sometimes I talked about this yesterday at the company that I work at. Cause I did a, we did a live podcast for, for Juneteenth education and I met and somebody put it in the chat. Yeah. But we can be our own worst enemy. Yes. Yeah. Crabs in a barrel. And I'll be specific. I mean, I mean, because I'll talk about black women for a sec. We definitely can be mean to each other. Stop being mean girls in corporate. Regardless of your position, support your sister. Yes. Once you get there, help bring her up. Reach. Not your position because what is yours is yours. That's Whatever right. is yours is yours, and you will be blessed. You will be plentiful in abundance if you yes. bring people along with you. It's so important. And then black men, a lot of times, it, this can go both ways. Yes. You know, it comes to us supporting each other. Yes. Support and advocate for your sisters. Support and advocate for your brothers. Like, we have to be there for each other in the corporate space, in the world. We could talk about this. Right. Days, but, yes, we could. But, yes, we could. Yes, we could. But, but no, that's so true. specifically, I've seen it. You know, I've seen it where you, yeah. you get excited to work for someone that looks like you and it could be your worst experience, you know, yeah. and I'm Which glad that case, yeah. but I've seen it in the industry where it's just like, well, this was supposed to be, you know, heaven, right? This is yeah. supposed to be milk and honey. And it's like, it's terrible because you're threatened by that person and yeah. you should. 
and you shouldn't be, shouldn't be. And another piece I want to add to that, because I had a previous guest talk about it a little bit. When you do have someone that looks like you that you're reporting to, and they are, you know, I don't know, you missed this target or you missed that, and they're talking to you about it, don't immediately say, oh, wait a minute, why are you calling me out? You know, since you're supposed to give me a pass. Wait, uh-huh. no. <laughs> No, 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 it don't work like that either. You know, because I have your best interest at heart to what you said earlier, Alicia, I want you to show up at your best self, all of your best self. Don't just ratchet it down because I look like you and you think it's just supposed to be a past. So it's both ways, right? We can be evil and mean to each other and then we can expect ridiculousness, right? It's just ridiculous. I've seen that too. Um, you have to do the work. When I was teaching at Georgia State, I pressed that in all of my students. It's like, yes. regardless, you know, because I had a good population of African-American students too. I'm like, nothing's going to be given to you. And just because we look alike, I'm not referring you. You can't be failing my class and ask, can you help me with this job? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Because, because if you can't do this work, how are you going to go in a corporate space and succeed? And so that that's so important to not yes. expect too much from each other when it comes to that. Do the work. Yes. Do the work. Because once Do. I refer you, you're a reflection of me. And you got to yes. understand that, that is so big for us. It's huge but, for us. So because what is so easy for, for others to say? See, well, I tried it. I, right. That's what I expected happened, happened. It's That's easy for others yeah. to say. Right. So we have to do the work. Alicia, I'm so glad because I did not want to miss that in our conversation. And it's a shame because I've seen it, too. I've seen people step over, uh, Mm -hmm. get theirs and and be like, yep, okay, what? I got mine. Figure out how to get yours. Mm -hmm. Loretta said, respect me just like you would respect someone that does doesn't look like us. Yes, Loretta. Absolutely. And help me be good at my job. Yes. Help me. (laughs) Yes. Yes. You know, it helped me be good. Just like you said, what is for you is for you. Nobody else will take it away. I, uh, you know, this is why I do being brown at work live, because I truly believe to whom much is given, much is required. How dare I, right, have had the career and experiences I've had, be blessed to be in a vice president seat, traveled the world, big responsibilities, and not reach out, reach back, reach across and provide the information, knowledge, resources, methodologies that got me here, right? Mm-hmm. And then I've been blessed to connect with fabulous women like yourself and other people that come in and add more, right? That's the whole purpose of being Brown at Work Live. Started it live and it gets uploaded to a podcast. That's the purpose. And there's nothing about what I'm doing that I feel overshadowed by anybody that's coming on. I applaud and celebrate. Mm-hmm. everybody that I have on, right? And that's what we need to do on a regular basis. Help each other out. Because yeah. lead that, lead, now that piece, lead by examples. If we want true allies, let's show people how to be an ally. That show people yeah. how to be an ally, for yeah. sure. Will we get in close, Alicia? <laughs> I told you this. I hate when you talk, no, no. but no, I, I should say I hate it <laughs> because I love these conversations. It's such wisdom that's being shared 
beautiful nuggets that that everyone can take away. If, before we close, if you were going to leave all the wonderful people that are listening to us live or maybe catching this on a replay, uh, either a, a video replay or on the podcast, if you were to give them three to five things, I mean, you've already given some wonderful advice so far and steps to take. Is there three to five additional things you would give them? Hey, you're trying to take up space. Uh, you've never tried it before. Do this or you may have tried it, didn't feel too good, didn't work. Try this. What would you leave them with, Sine? Um, I was I mean, I want to go back to believing in yourself and understanding mm-hmm. that is your path. Mm-hmm. Um, who I would say, you know, um comparing yourself to others just defeating your mind. Like don't oh, do Oh my gosh, don't do that. Don't look at other people's journey like I should be there right now, or you oh, know. Yes. Um, also three, don't get caught on the shoulder with the couldas. Okay. You didn't do it last week. Do it this week. Reach mm. out, send the note this week, apply for the job this week. Ask that person. Can you sit in the next meeting? Right. Don't be, dis- yeah. don't be discouraged. Cause a lot of times we get caught up in what we didn't do or how we, we didn't do this last month or last year. It's the right now focus on the right now. Yeah. And then I would say too, um, is what you, like. I would say studying. So we talked about that book, Battlefield of the Mind. Like yeah. The- yeah. But what are you consuming? You know, pay attention to what you're consuming. That's going to be very important on your journey to take up space because you got to keep having that positive stuff coming towards you in your yes. mind. Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to at work? And I know we're running out of time, but that may not need to be your work bestie if they're messy yeah. and they don't have your best interest at heart. So who who's feeding into you? What are yes. you taking in? What do you need to separate yourself from? Right. Um, and then the last thing I would say is um, just don't be afraid and advocate for yourself and others. Oh, and look yeah. for allies. I could give you a list, but I would say look for no, allies. No, that's cool. Yeah. Like look for allies that people that may not look like you probably be your number one supporters. I have experienced it. I still have me allies too. that reach out to me, um, me regularly me who I don't even work with anymore. They're just like, how can I help? Me um, too. Me too. And then no, regardless of where you are in your career, you can still have mentors and you can be a mentee. That's big too. No, no, that but those were beautiful. Even Tiffany, I think it's when you said uh with the light bulb moment, um the work bestie. Uh, that work bestie. Yes. <laughs> yes. May not need to be your work bestie anymore. Yeah, that's so real. So real. We truly need to assess who we surround ourselves with, who we talk to, because that's part of our, what I like to call our unique persona, our brand at work, that who we surround ourselves with. You need to be selective. That was, I agree with Tiffany, that was light bulb. That was for real, the light bulb among everything else you shared, Alicia. And what's beautiful about this is it's going to be out there live for a while. So if you just you just coming on and you miss some of this. You're like, ah, oh, Linda, it's seven o'clock. I just clicked in. Oh, catch it on the replay. You want to catch this one on the replay and have some notes, a pen, the note paper with you. If you are catching on a replay, if you're catching this on the podcast, share with us, share with us some comments. Thank you, Loretha. She said those were some good tips. Share with us some comments. Even if, if you're having some struggles, write them, send me a DM. You can find Alicia. She's out there on LinkedIn. She's on IG. You can find her. I know she would be wonderful to feed back to you and give you some more nuggets, uh, even share, you know, some additional experiences she had that might help you. Uh, Love to hear from you. Would love to hear from you in any way that we can help you take up space and do it 
positively. Yes. Alicia, this has been awesome. Thank you so, so much for joining me on Being Brown at Work Live. Of course. It was an honor. Thank you for having me. (laughs) All right, everyone. Until next time, take care. If you found this podcast empowering and are ready to master the skill that can take you anywhere, get my free guide, Workplace Confidence, in the resources section of this episode.